Baker and Brown's NBA Basketball Podcast is back. I'm joined by Paul Curtis and Sam Park again here, and we are going to be talking some potential trades as we're mm-hmm. nearing the end of January, nearing the trade deadline. Uh, let's get let's get right to it. First topic, let's talk Portland. So they got problems. They got problems. <laughs> the biggest problem is their biggest guys. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic is coming back from a brutal injury that sidelined him for most of the year. He's coming back in February. That's his target date. Uh, Hassan Whiteside's kind of the elephant in the room. Is he going to get moved? I think you have to move Whiteside because you can't... Well, one, you can't play them together. They would be so slow. Very, very limited shooting with Nurkic. Hassan Whiteside is also one of the laziest players uh, that I've watched ever. Okay, I want to get your take on this. Do you guys think... Do you? I have my thoughts on this, but do you guys... I think Hassan Whiteside is a good basketball player. I think he has been. At certain points, he was okay. I think there was a stage in Miami five, six years ago, he was good. I would say, I would agree with Paul. I would say even his Kings days, he was he showed like better flashes. But I would say now, he's just kind of, I would say he's a bit cancerous. I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't want to touch Hassan Whiteside with a 10-foot pole. Mm. Like, he's clearly not a winner. He does not help mm-hmm. contribute to team wins. Right. Um, he gets he gets stats, but I can't see... It doesn't translate into any productive... Like, he doesn't right. take them to the next, like, level. And yeah, and right. the way... The, the place where people slot him in, in, like, the top 20, top 30... Right. He, they should, don't still he, should be, he should be providing way more value on that team. This, but Portland did the right thing by addressing the problem. So when Narkic goes down... They, okay, I think they did a lot of things right in the off season, this past offseason and a lot of things wrong. The problem is you don't have a competent center now. So you just come off like a very exciting playoff series. You obviously mm-hmm. get swept by the Warriors. See, but that, I, I don't think that's a fair argument because they didn't think Zach Collins was going to be lost for the, sure. for the majority of but the season. You, and and right. he did make progressions last but year. But I like Zach at the four way better than the, five. the five. Last year, he came off the bench at the four and he was great. He's very efficient. Did it? Did his work? They also had Myers Leonard at the five. I don't know remember, if I liked him on the four. Well, they had Myers Leonard, so yeah, that's it, why I think that yeah, they what, didn't play him at the five. But I anyways, think, sure, he could have grown into a role. But the issue is, you need to bring someone in. So you get Whitehead in, fine. Then right. this doesn't make sense to me. You lose Aminu and Harkless, your only two competent starting defenders. Everyone knows CJ and Dame are not great defensively. Hmm. I've seen Dame make a few strides. I will give him credit for that. But you've lost two of your best perimeter defenders. Whiteside, sure, he's a great rim protector. He's averaging three blocks and what is it, 15 and 14. So sure, the stats, mm-hmm. you can say, yeah, Hassan Whiteside's a good player because he'll get you a double-double and three blocks. Right. But yeah, I would agree. He doesn't always contribute to winning basketball. Right. So you lose your two perimeter defenders. You're, you realize, oh, shoot, Mario Hazonia can't defend the four. Mario Hazonia can't play basketball. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were he, talking about that he cannot play right. basketball. Except he's, when he dunks on LeBron. And, I don't care. He needs. To, he's a zero. Um, okay, now, but here's... My, my question is... Hold on, let me finish. Let sure, me finish. Sure, 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 let sure, me finish. Yeah, go. Hazonia, you realize, okay, shoot, that's not working. You try to see your little. That's not working. He's just not there. Granted, yet. he's a rookie. Granted, he's a rookie. Sure, that's right. fine. Yeah. Some rookies pop, some rookies don't. I think he will have a good career. I hope he does. You bring in Melo to boost the offense, which, sure, hmm. he hasn't looked... I would say awful defensively. I think he's had good moments. But still, there's a gaping hole, and now you're dealing with a premier center in Nurkic. And, and he, I would say Simons 
made, right. made some type of stride. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's also brutal, brutal on defense. Yeah, he's pretty brutal right he's, now. Right. He's a twig. Who, Anthony Simon? Yes. Okay, now, but he, though, he's, he's an unbelievable he, player. People like Anthony I like Anthony Simon. Right. I think... I, I saw him live in November. Unbelievable. He made some really big plays, but right. he... And gets guy? very lost on defense. Very lost. But that's why I right. thought CJ could have been expendable at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, just because him and I think CJ's on the table. I would. Oh, dude, I think, except for Dame, everyone on the team. Oh, well, Dame? They, they just signed uh, CJ, though. Know. We talked about that last spot. This dude, I don't. What can you do, though? So the problem is, now Nurk is just coming back. I don't think you can play them together because they're both like pure fives. Mm. Unless you slot Nurkic in at the four and makeshift, unless you want to get roasted. Instead of working left. in Denver. But man, with the backcourt of Dame and CJ. And Nurkic and Whiteside, I don't see how that wins you games in the playoffs. I don't see how you can contain Anthony Davis. I don't see how you can contain right. both Kawhi and Paul George. I don't see yeah, how you. I I don't think, I don't think the Trailblazers are even. Uh, they're, like, they're not, for, they're for, not for, competing yeah. for. They're, they're not contenders right now. They're not going to make the playoffs. Which is disappointing. I will say it is disappointing. disappointing. You had so much hype, so much build up. Yeah, you picked them second too. I picked them second. I'm disappointed, yeah. man. Second. Wow. Second in the West. I also picked Golden State. Four or five, <laughs> so it's not wow. as amazing. Remember, we I, said in the I had the earlier episodes. I had episodes, Denver too. <laughs> we, right. Remember, we said in the earlier episodes, don't listen to our season prediction podcast. Yes, although all. I would say my Golden State prediction has a little bit of an asterisk with the best player on the okay. team. Well, sh- shifting on that. Oh, sorry. I, I want to go, go back to Whiteside for a second. Okay, where like because you're. It seems like because I've never thought of Whiteside at least in the last two or three years as being relevant almost at all, and so. Are we thinking Whiteside is like a JaVale McGee? Or are we thinking Whiteside is like a Steven Adams? Because those are two different players. <laughs> no, no, no. Whiteside is a Drummond. He's like a Drummond. Sure. He, he, I think I would think of him lesser than Andre Drummond. Well, yeah. Sure. Granted, he's, le- but, he's less talented and he gets less stats. But I think effect-wise, Drummond has never made Detroit a winning team. Right. Whereas Hassan Whiteside has never made the Heat, the Kings, or... Right. he He's never been the guy who... Move the lever one direction. Right. He he just gets his stats and he he right. makes the best of his limited touches. And I don't think he does anything else outside of that. No, he shoots some BS long twos. Right, but which yeah. is why I would think of him. This is in a weird way, and maybe his contract does not show us at all. Which is why I look at Javale McGee and I'm like him and Hassan Whiteside. They're not the exact same player, but they're on the same level for me. Yeah, but I would well, say ja- so- Javale's athleticism is. Do you take JaVale over Hassan Whiteside? Yes. That means Hassan Whiteside is really bad. I'm sorry, not that JaVale is horrible. But what do well, you say? Well, listen, listen to, like, I think Hassan Whiteside, his block number is so inflated because he's just, he has a crazy wingspan. Mm-hmm. He, he gets help side defense blocks, like, but he's not a good defensive player. Like, he, the, the big man on the opposing team always gets whatever you want. Like, okay. he, he right. never, he never is a good. He's not good defensively. I would say t- I think Javale McGee plays a way more important role on his team than a Hassan Whiteside at a way lower price. So yeah, right. at this right. point, for a team construction point of view, I take Javale McGee over Hassan Whiteside right. any day. Yeah, you mentioned Drummond. Let's let's get into Drummond. He's also on the <clears throat> chopping block. The Mavs sounded like they were in the races for it, but they cheaped out and got Kali Stein because I don't think Cuban wanted Who's to pay a thousand times better deal too. You think so? Oh, I well, think Collie Stein is terrible. No, I really. I think the guy can't learn an offense. I think he's terrible. You, I, I, I honestly think he's bad. Another he high was, draft pick. He was on a Golden State Warriors team that had ze- like no, like he had zero pressure on that team. They had no like right. dis- like totally. need to win. They had zero, 
and he had he had his opportunities and he sucked. Right. He got outplayed by Amari Spellman. Tell dude, me that. Like, dude, come and, on. But that's the thing, though, is I'm not saying that I'm going to sit here and try and argue that Willie Colley signs an amazing basketball player. But Andre Drummond, and again, I guess you don't need to re-sign Andre Drummond, but what you're going to need to pay back if you're Dallas to get Andre Drummond, to me, I just way rather cheap out I don't think a little bit and go Willie Colley style. I think well, they give up. They give up nothing. I think the I think the the big man that you're interested in right now isn't isn't Andre Drummond. I think you you want to be looking at the Tristan Thompsons. Yeah, Tristan the guys Thompson who yeah. Tristan Thompson is having a great season, and he mm-hmm. he gets he he passes too. Like he gets yeah. assists. Oh, I think worst case scenario, no, Tristan I Thompson. Would, I would. He's, defen- he's, yeah. he's defensively. He's defensively very great. sound. I would disagree. I don't think he's as good of a passer as Drummond is. Last game, he had a couple of good assists against I mean, whoever they played. Nate, just like for two seconds, look at the rosters and tell me who Tristan Thompson's dishing out assists to on that team. Sexton, two, two guys who never passed Sexton, the ball. Come on. Sexton, like, Kilo. No, but he. I look at the number. Drummond really averages number. more assists because of their offense, and they also have D Rose, who cuts like a maniac. Yeah, and, and, and they have Seku Dembuya, who freaking <laughs> takes off from the free throw line and is dunking everywhere. On. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I, I think the Mavs are actually out for a center. I don't think that's on the table because I think they're just going to cheap it out. Hopefully, right. Powell comes back and maybe they'll do something in the offseason. And they have a fine team, I think, right, right now. Przingis can play center. He can suck it up. I know he doesn't like playing center. Right. And you got Maxi Kleba, who's one of the most underrated. He forwards. is would, super underrated. Would, super underrated. Would Vucevic, yeah, Vucevic is not available, hey? No, he signed an extension last year, yeah. He... The Magic are so interesting. Well, Dude, my, one of my ass. favorite players got injured. Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, oh, devastating. He, we were both high on him Dude, this year. That guy, statistically, was on track for Deep Boy. Oh, absolutely. Jonathan Isaac was? Yes. People picked him at the end of the year. Oh, he was averaging like three steals, I think, and two blocks a game. He's an unbelievable mm. defender. Yeah. Both one-on-one and help side, you name it. He's, he's big, too. He's 6'11", isn't he? He's yeah. 7. I think he's 7 he, feet. And, like, Kyle said this on the pod a while ago and I, I feel like we always come back to it he's got the prototypical like modern NBA body right his jumper was really whack this year like he was not hitting his threes but very interesting mm. um, Paul Dwayne Denman um, <laughs> oh my gosh I like Dwayne Denman Paul's eating popcorn I know he's like yeah I know I'm eating popcorn I hope you can't hear that on the pod uh, <laughs> yeah I know uh, I like Dwayne Denman I mean here uh, it's funny I have only watched Dwayne Denman play basketball a few times but as these aren't my words, but he is a, uh, we said this off the air, he is a analytics uh, nerd, nerd's favorite player. And so yes. a lot of guys really He's like not a nerd, but the nerds love him. Totally. Yeah, the nerds love him. But I don't think uh, he has a play, it doesn't seem like he has a place in sack, really, right? Like they're playing with Shot Holmes a lot. and uh, Who's out now? He's so, out. He's got hurt. Well, but Holmes, hurt. Is, Holmes is back soon. Holmes was, he's was, back he soon. was hooping. People love Well, Holmes, Holmes right now is is playing out of his mind. Yes, and I've right. always liked Rashawn Holmes on right. Philly. Like, right. Even when it, he was on Philly, like... Dude, even when he's on Phoenix, he, was, mm-hmm. he had yeah, some Rashawn, Rashawn he's played, he played. He had his best season so far. Um, right. Deadman has played the last three games and, like, double-doubled. Huh. Huh. You know, and I think that's kind of... This is my take on the Kings that involves Deadman, another player that you like, Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they are marketing both of them right now. So obviously last week Bogdanovich was put. He just this... signed Buddy though. I know, but I think like what they should be a playoff team. They mm-hmm. should be with that cast, that young core. 
They well, should, I mean, I come on. I think it's Luke's fault, though. Take two seconds to think and be like, this is an organization that vehemently said that Luka Doncic <laughs> was worse than Marvin Bagley. So, like, this is, is the direction sad. that this, sure. this team is going. Which is why I also think they will trade Bite. I don't think they can. Dude, sack like, with Doncic right now would be awesome. <laughs> I would Him love and Fox. That. Him and Fox would be crazy. Well, they probably. I can't get out the nightmare of their starting five, but yeah, I, I think he. he no, but they would probably deal. To be honest, I with don't you. think Buddy Heald's the player to watch on that team. It's Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bojan, who's, who? Bojan Bogdanovich. No, it's Bogdan. No, it's Bogdan. It's Bogdan. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that can make any other team. He's a on the table too, but I think those I think three he's guys, the only one that's on the table. Well, Deadman well, and Deadman. I don't well, care about Deadman. He obviously no. got fined for requesting a trade. Yeah. Someone, someone will take Deadman. Someone will yeah. take him one hundred percent. Some. Well, if all three of those players are on the Kings in March, that would be terrible. Right. Because what are they going to do? Like, you have to do something drastic. Right. You have... I just... I, I, I view that organization as such a zero, so right. I'm, I'm not even, like, entertaining the Kings. Right. I think they they could have... Like, I free De'Aaron Fox, please. Like, he's one of my favorite players. He's in the awesome. League. Like, free yeah, that, man. Like, but he needs a team. He needs a right. team, yeah. He, he's, he's not the... I'm going to take over a game right now, guy. Right. Yet. Mm. He'll take it. Sure. He'll do some stuff. But I, I'm one of the biggest Fox fans. Right. But I'm telling you, with his speed, if he's not dishing to competent players, right. he's nothing. He's his own guy. There's no one like him, hey? He's, no, he's, he's his own He's player. a unique breed. He's a yeah. unique breed. But I'm, like, I'm telling you, the, the amount of attention that a, he attracts in a defense, if he's not kicking out into the corners to competent shooters, mm. if he doesn't have an awesome role, man... I think there's like he's like he's, a, he's like a fast, shorter Jalen Brown. Well, that's but that's not an interesting comp. I feel like it's just a better shooting Russell sometimes too. Like there's just weird D'Angelo. Yeah. Ugh. No, sorry, no, 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 Westbrook. Westbrook. Oh, okay. I was because that's but I don't even feel like he always plays like Westbrook because Westbrook has a weird tenacity to him. I don't think so. Different. I think Westbrook is so good. Like as a basketball player, he's so good. Russ, Russ, dude, he no. is as a player, he's dude. good. When we talk about off the air. Win shares per 48 Okay, I'm not he's talking about like team. I'm not talking about team effect or anything. And he was 10th in win shares. So I, I don't like, he's such a good basketball player. Like, you can't argue the fact that he's a good basketball player. Dude, you can because. That's like, okay, so are you going to argue, was Gilbert Arenas a good basketball player or not? Mm. My point is. Yeah, I he like, was a great basketball player. I like player. Gilbert Arenas. He, well, he led the league in points multiple years, did he not? In 2005. Gilbert Arenas is like. Dude. I love Gilbert Arenas. Don't get me wrong, but my point is, is he's not an efficiency. He's sorry, he doesn't fit your efficiency box, and he doesn't always equate to wins, which I don't think Russell does a good job. I don't care about efficiency. But if you care it, about you wins, win. though. Yeah. But Russell isn't always good at that. Russ, Russ, they, 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 they were winning. They were Dude. winning, and then he, poor Russ, was right. talking to his friends, and his friends were like, "Yo, we're gonna do this forever, man. Like, we're gonna, right. we're gonna, right. we're gonna win this." And then Kevin the Snake Durant decides to join the Golden State Warriors <laughs> right. that summer. Right. And Russ is standing there going, are you kidding me, dude? Like, dude, I, I don't know. I think you watched Houston games since teams started doubling Harden when he crosses half? They're, that's the reason they're losing. It's because teams will double Harden, he'll pass to Westbrook, or he'll go to Capella, and the whole offense, even though they're playing a man down, Russell's never going to shoot that open three-pointer that he's given from the Harden double, which forces him to go to the paint, Either meet a big man or dish out to which a team's already adapted their defense to. That's why I'm like Chris Paul in that scenario. I mean, not that Chris Paul and James Harden worked all the time, but he would just shoot the three. 
And he, I mean, he wouldn't make it a lot. He'd make, make it, what, 39% of the time? And that's why I'm like, in some ways, Russell's shooting will always be his Achilles heel. And that's why I have such a hard time getting past really loving Russell Westbrook as a player. But there is a tenacity to him and like a weird, like, I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to get an offensive board and be up the court in three seconds with a layup, no problem. But the shooting with him is just so bad. Okay, so Sam, you're you're an avid Clint Capella hater. Yeah, I'm not a big Clint Capella. So player. let's talk about that. So obviously, the, we saw last season the Warriors completely... Sorry, this season. This season, I'm not a Clint Capella guy. Like, okay. overall, right. I, I don't... Even last season, they, you would... You would see that Draymond, they would put Draymond on Capella. He would sag till Kingdom Come and hedge towards Westbrook or Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. And they would kind of double Harding, pressure him. He can't do anything. He would pass to Capella and he's stuck at the top. And you don't like that. No. I don't like that because I think... You want someone who can shoot. Well, I want somebody on that team that can operate the offense that D'Antoni's trying to run and like get more out of Harden and Westbrook But the offense D'Antoni's... But they're just trying to shoot threes, aren't they? I don't think so. I don't think if you watch the games, the Houston Rockets are... Yeah, their, their MO is shoot threes, but I think their MO is score points. And so I think however way they do that... and. Mm. You have a guy on a team that's averaging close to 40 points right now, which is ludicrous. And so, however way he scores, like, I think the Houston Rockets are focused on getting points, not necessarily open threes. Hmm. And so, I think that's why getting a player, not Clint Capella, somebody who can space the floor and give more opportunities for points to be scored on the floor when they can... I think that's what makes the Houston Rockets better Hmm. than a Clint Capella who can't really do much on the offensive end and like you said they're not they don't like they're a defensive zero sure they don't care really about i would i would disagree i think they will look they will fish out a three more than they would for like a long two or layup sure i'm sure they go for that but i think that's where capella is great and i think in a different situation he would and obviously I, i don't know he's signed for 80 mil or whatever it is he could be on the table I wouldn't put it past Daryl Morey to trade him. But him not being able to shoot is just, yeah, in theory, it doesn't work when you have a high IQ team like Draymond because they know that it's either going to be one of the guards shooting. I I also don't think there's like a point in talking about like potential trades because they're like, yeah, nobody's off the table, but you have to like in econ, it's all about supply and demand, right? you know? And, like, certain teams just don't need a Clint Capella. They're not willing to pay or take on that But I would say in a Clint different Capella. situation, he would thrive. Oh, I think... Oh, I like, think I mean, you could say that about... It. We could, of course, we could say that about every player. But I, we're, we're talking about the Houston Rockets being, rel- like, good right now. And I think, as a player, Clint Capella, I don't care if he's good on it, any other team. I just think that he's the reason why the Houston Rockets aren't a top really? three... Top, yeah, I, I genuinely yeah. believe I he's disagree. the reason... I, I think Clint Capella is the reason why the Houston Rockets aren't a top three Western yeah. team. I, yeah, I would disagree as well. I would say it lies more on the Harden dynamic than it does. I think there'd on be Clint Capella. There'd be a plethora of teams who would want Clint Capella. Oh yeah, if he was on the trade, a young a young rim running he's, center. He's yeah, we talked about. It. He's what twenty four. He's a lot younger than I thought he was. Big injury history. No, but yes, he, he does. He's an injury-prone player. Ish. 
He is an injury-prone player. So he's what, young. Are you talking about his heel? I, I, look it up. He has knee, heel. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know specifically, but I know that at a young age, he's right. already been a liability on the injury end. Mm. Yeah, I mean... And so I'm not, I'm not that, like, high on Clint Capella. Like, I put him in the same category as, like, a, like, um, I, I don't even... His nickname is a Swiss bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... That I is amazing. Like, I just realized, I, I just saw that. I'm glad that you guys like Clint Capella, but I'm just not the biggest fan of him. Hmm. Okay. Like, I think he's a great player, but I think, like... He's. You think he's ruining Houston's chances? I don't think he's ruining it. I think he's the piece that can be different. That like. Yeah. So why not trade him? Because no team will, can take him. No, there'd be teams. I mean, okay. I, I'm not... look, look, okay. Let's let's talk about this concept for a second. If you're saying what team wouldn't take Clint Capella? Yeah, of course, any team would want another asset. But you have to think of it in the point of view from both the Rockets and the other team that's going to trade for Clint Capella. So what team in the league right now does it make sense that they can trade for Clint Capella and that Capella is going to thrive in their system, Nate? Tell me that. Let's, let's talk about this perfect match made in heaven situation because it's just not realistic. Okay, I've, um, want, I've wanted him on the Celtics for a long time. Just I, I was going to say the clip. <laughs> clip? Okay, yeah, I don't think he makes the Celtics better, though. Oh, he 100% is an upgrade over Ange Cantor in the Celtics. Honestly, think- he is. He is an upgrade over Cantor. Well, okay, hold on. But... Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I don't... Offensively... He knows that was wrong. No. Yeah, offensively, he, he no. knows that was wrong. Defensively, I think Click Capella could defend better than Cantor in certain moments. What do you think oh, the yeah, Celtics' 100%. biggest issue right now is? Is that they're grossly... Mismatched with they're like undersized. the team, yeah, the team yeah. exactly. It's so been the, the story for like, the last three years. It's been even with Horford. Like the I think the safety test to like measure teams uh, matchups against uh, another team in the East would be the Philly 76ers hmm. Celtics match up terribly against them hmm. because of Embiid and you know and Horford. Se- just the pure size of the of the Sixers, and so I don't think one Clint Capella on the Boston Celtics is going to solve all the issues because Embiid gets his every single time against Clint Capella, well, regardless. every single time against most How this? How this? Against, but last year, Al Horford, again, defended right. Embiid. So you need a player like Al Horford okay. to defend Embiid-type players, which is why I'm telling you a Tristan Thompson would make way more sense on the Boston Celtics than a Clint Capella. I just why? Agree. I, I like and Capella it's... more than I like Tristan Thompson. Oh, but no. I think your beef with Capella is that he can't... If Al- I have zero beef with Capella. Right. I'm oh. just talking about pure production and pure fit on a okay, team. Okay, but I think, sure, whatever you want to call it, Tristan Thompson guarding Al Horford in the post, one-on-one, isolated, compared to Clint Capella, yeah, I would want Tristan Thompson as well. Okay. But how many times <laughs> is Al Horford isoed in the post? How many in times Philly? is Embiid isoing in the post? Embiid... And Beach should be in the post more, I would say. But they do that freaking high... Okay, okay, regardless. They do that high curl. Regardless. I don't care about how many times Al Horford's in the post. And Bede's in the freaking post. Whoever else is in the post, I want... I would rather have Tristan Thompson guarding against a post, someone posting me, than Clint Capella. But no one's... In the modern game, no one's in the post now. It's but rim running think about centers. the East. Getting the- I don't care about rim running centers right now because in the East, if I'm the Boston Celtics, I'm looking at having to beat the Bucks and the Sixers okay. to make it to the finals. 
And I'm telling you, Clint Capella on the Celtics isn't going to make them a better team against those matchups than, say, a Tristan Thompson. Okay. That's why. That's why my. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Does that make sense? No, I understand. So you think Brooke Lopez is going to be attacking Clint Capella if he's on the Celtics in the post? He's not going to be popping threes. No, no Brooke will not do anything not, but yeah, pop threes. No, no, I agree with Nate. Is what I'm saying. Though, exactly, saying. but that's not what. I'm, okay, that's not what I'm saying right now. What I'm saying is based on the teams, how the team plays, and how the team defends against other teams. I would way rather have Tristan Thompson fit into that slot and be able to guard not only one position, but Tristan can probably switch on sure. right. multiple positions sure. yeah. and have that rather than a Clint Capella who only is used for alley-oops. I'm not right. an NBA trade machine. Sorry, okay. Sam. I told you. Okay, so I typed in Harkless and Shamit. I have one. The clip. I have one after that too. Harkless and Shamit. I mean, I don't think the Clip and the Rockets would make a trade. That just seems so stupid on both their behalves because they're gonna have to play each other. But I typed in Harkless and Shamit on NBA trade machine for Clint Capella, and it worked. And uh, they're why would they up. ever make that trade though? No, but again, Dude, I'm not saying that they think would. about how beneficial that would be for Houston. That would be Houston oh, would pick up shit. I think oh. Shamit caches threes. Shamit caches threes. Okay. Harkless is their one defensive guy that. So can then, who's the big man for the Rockets? Why are they making this trade? Well, honestly, t- I mean, PJ t- Tucker's or something. You guys are driving me insane. <laughs> like this makes no, no, no okay. sense. <laughs> you guys are trying to fit ideal situations. You're trying to fit players into pegs okay. that don't fit. Here's one that I think you'll like. Okay. Going back, Dwayne Denman for Capella straight up works. No, there's no there's way no, like, Houston would do that. No, I, there's no way. But think about it. From an offensive perspective, you swap Capella for Denman at the top of the key, he'll fire that three. He'll play make I don't, better. Than I don't him. see why you're so obsessed about this three concept. Well, about that's making okay. three-pointers? No, about... The the big man having to shoot the three. But isn't that your it's, issue it, with it, him? That's, not, that's not my issue. But my issue is... is Open up the floor so that you can be a threat at any point. Right, but if you have a big so man... So if you decide sh- to pick and pop or pick and roll, you're a threat at any instance. Whereas Clint Capella, if he picks and pops, you know he's looking for a pass. Exactly. So why Deadman would be a way better replacement for that because you can actually shoot it. If you want to spread the floor, you need a, f- a center, a five, who can shoot the ball. Okay, so if you're telling me you're a GM... Daryl Morey calls... Uh, no, not Daryl Morey. Whoever the freaking... Vlade Divac? Is that who it is? <laughs> you get a call from Vlade Divac yes. going, Hey, Nate. How's it going today? Uh, quick question. Dwayne Dedman for Clint Capella. You down? I'm not saying it would you happen. You really think that would happen? But you... But what I'm trying to get at is you would rather a center who could shoot threes than Capella. Well, how about this trade? Yeah, here's another deal. <laughs> Capella for Miles Turner straight up. It works? It works. Maybe See, now you're interested. See, now you're interested. No, but, it's no, but, different. It's, it's a, Miles Turner is different than Dwayne Dedman. Because he has more upside, no, sure. But, but no, 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 not because no, of more upside. Because he's players. a different player. Miles Turner is a defensive player of the year yeah, candidate. True, true, true. You're right. Sorry. Miles Are you Turner's kidding a me? Defender than so you're Dwayne telling Dedman. me. You're right. Okay, everyone on this podcast right now just heard that you guys compared Dwayne Dedman no, to I Miles is, Turner. No, no, no. I did, I'm doing it as a concept. And I did, and I know Miles Turner is a significantly better defender than Dwayne Denman, but I'm agreeing with Nate's point that they both can spread the floor by shooting threes. Dwayne Denman and Miles Turner can both. Sure. Play. If you guys want point. your, your three-pointing thing matched, then fine. That's I fine. think Clint Capella for Miles Turner is interesting. I don't think the Pacers say yes. Why you not? Mean, you mean that you mean free, you, free Sabonis. 
No, but I you think don't have to freeze Sabonis. Sabonis is playing fine right now. Dude, he's Sabonis free. Sabonis is he's, Yeah, he's, he's hooping. Balling. What more do you want to give him? But that's what I'm saying. I he think has Capella, his opportunity. Capella wouldn't be a net negative, I don't think, on Sabonis. No. But why do you want... They're very different. Sabonis is a four. He, he naturally yeah. plays a four. He does. Right. But why do you want to trade the anchor of your defense when Oladipo is about to come back and he's a defensive player But too. I'm saying, I don't think... This is, where you, this is where you, Nate, and I keep getting stuck on Capella is his defensive value. Where me and Nate see it a little bit higher than you see it. Because I think Capella isn't that big of a net negative... Versus, I don't think him. I don't I think, think he's a net negative either on defense. I'm just saying he's just not as good as Miles Turner or Tristan Thompson on defense. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying fit wise, it's harder to fit a Clint Capella to move the lever into making you a winning team than a player like Miles Turner. It's it's easier to plug Miles Turner into the Mavs starting lineup, and I think he's a way better fit than Collie Stein. Like it's it's just I I think a de- a more defensive player is more valued than whatever Dwayne Dedman offers. Sure. It's, it's a concept. It's a concept. It's a concept. But then we can sit here all day and say, hey, what team does Jamal Murray perfectly fit in? To, it, it, like, sure. Like, we can I have understand. that conversation and be like, hey, sure. Melo would be a top five player of all time if he was drafted by the Pistons. Like, he should have been. Jamal's going to retire at Raptor. Okay, another trade. Lakers get Derrick Rose. Pistons get Kuzma and DeMarcus Cousins. I would do that if I'm Detroit, one hundred percent. Really, Kuzma, well, I think Kuzma's, Kuzma's, Kuzma's from Flint, so he's like going home. Like he'd be pumped about that. He's obviously not doing great right now. Demarcus but, Cousins, elephant in the room. Like what? You, yeah, who knows? Here's the question: Is Demarcus cut? Does Demarcus Cousins makes make the Lakers team better right now if he's playing? If he's healthy, if he's healthy, is he? If it's if he's healthy, if it's a starting lineup of if he's perfectly healthy, if he's perfectly no, healthy. no, no. But you're thinking if he's Demarcus Cousins from three years ago. No, no. Before this ACL, before this, like we're talking injury, about who we saw when he recovered. Yeah, yeah, when he yeah, recovered right. from Achilles, healthy. Yeah, like last year playoffs. Yes, healthy. he helps that team. Yeah, I think so too. You think so? Yeah, if I he's so. conditioned, absolutely, yeah. he helps that team. I think we saw moments of real Demarcus Cousins in the playoffs last year on Golden State. Now, only a few. Only, only a few th- when he was like not gassed. Right. I think there though there could have been. I mean, I don't know now. Now it's so much time off ball that he just hasn't really played. But I do think there was still potential. Now, now I don't know if he has any value. But I'm saying Derrick Rose. Long term has no value for Detroit. Like, they're not going to win a title with Derrick Rose on their team, and they are nowhere close to doing that. So that's why I'm like, why don't just take the potential, even though I don't think it's large, small upside on Kuzma, with Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. yeah, he's going home, which I think he would like. I mean, that's I don't an know if he, trade. I don't know if he's ever dreamt of a going home to the, the, the Detroit Pistons in the current state. I don't like. I'm trying to think because it it's an intriguing offer. But yeah. I also don't know if. No, it it makes it makes the Lakers better by far because their point guard situation is terrible. Like, like Rondo's a zero from, apart from LeBron. Apart from LeBron, Rondo's nothing. Right. Derrick Rose is scoring you know twenty yeah. points a game. Even right Quinn now. Cook's not playing that well. Well, yeah, it's Quinn Cook. Okay. Okay. Uh, another another trip back to the Kings. The Kings just have assets. That's why I think we're talking about. Right. Lakers get Bogdanovich. Kings oh. get Kuzma, Avery Bradley, and a future first round. They don't have firsts. Future first. Which future? 2030? They're deep out of first. They're like, they're six years out of well, firsts. 
But the kid, like the kid, you're getting Kuzma and Avery Bradley. Forget the pick. No. No. I'm keeping Bogdanovich. Hundred percent. I have team control on his rookie contract. Like uh, I'm. Yeah, okay. I keep Bogdanovich. Okay, move on. Lakers get Davis Bertans. Wizards get same thing. Kuzma, Bradley, future second round pick. I would do that if I'm the Lakers. He's a dead shot, man. He's a knockdown shooter. Bartons <coughs> is was he? Isn't there some crazy statistic? He he's one of the greatest three point shooters ever. It's something he's stupid. One of the most death. efficient shooters. It's unbelievable, and Pop didn't even like them. <laughs> yeah, but it's, there's something weird about Bartons. Anyway, sorry, I don't know. You someone should go fact check that. But there's something. Crazy. He's shooting forty two from beyond the arc. But he's always been high, high, high efficiency. Yeah, you don't like it. Is he a net negative defensively? Sorry for it. Yeah, I think yeah, he's pretty. He's bad pretty bad, man, and that's why Pop probably didn't like him. Sure. Sam? No thoughts. I'm trying... No, I have, I have thoughts. Crazy. I just think... I think trading Kuzma for the for a situational player is, like, hard for me to kind of... From value standpoint, it's hard for me to... Because Kuzma, if you give him the minutes, he's a bucket. If you give him anything above 25 minutes, he I think he can safely average 20 points a game. Whereas Bertans, he's very situational. Like you're not, you're not set. You're you're playing. You're you're setting up very like specific plays for him to come off screens and to get open to shoot threes. On that team, I feel, yeah, it it would help the Lakers. It would because Kuzma is so inefficient at times. So he shoots him out of game sometimes. <laughs> Bertans right now is shooting almost nine threes a game, and he's shooting. Only two point eight twos a game right now. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. So, like I said, he's like a situational <laughs> type of guy. Like yeah. he's not an every like scenario player, which Kuzma can potentially be. And I think defensively, they're both kind of like similar in their ability. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think the Lakers are intrigued by that trade offer. Yeah, okay. Really. I think they're like, man. Like, Last one for for Kuzma. Lakers get Robert Covington, send Kuzma, Demarcus Cousins, and Quinn Cook. Oh, to the oh. Without a question, I would do that. Like, I don't think the Timberwolves say yes to that. I don't think so either. But I think if the Lakers can get Rocco, that would be, yeah, that would be very, very big because it takes off a lot of pressure off of Braun. Right, sure. He has some return. It's crazy. Robert Covington's return on just being like like basically the best role player you can have on your team. He's the best help defender in the league. But my point is, is, he's just in a really bad shooting slump right now. But he'll figure it out. I'm, I don't, I'm not super worried about it. I don't know. But he, though, of the role players in the NBA, will have the highest return. Because no team would say no to one of the best. Like no, NBA no, no. I, I disagree. But I know, what you're, I know what you're getting at. Sorry, my point is... He's a high-value player. Great defender for, yeah. who can knock down threes. He's like a Jeremy Grant. Like a player that... He's like He's way above Jeremy Grant in my eyes, to be honest with you. The three-point shooting. And I, you're right, he's in the slump. And he hasn't done as well this year. Ooh, that's, wait, what's who's who are you talking about? We talked about Jeremy. <laughs> Sorry, no, the player Covington. Yeah, Covington. You should look at his shooting numbers right now. It's no, no. really bad. Yeah, so he's shooting. Uh, it's bad. Thirty, no, thirty, just thirty-five percent from three right now. That's the, terrible the for a three-point shooter. The wolves are bad right now. You're telling five. me thirty-five percent from three is a no, no, good listen, percentage? Thirty-five is fine. That's I think terrible. Fine. That's, that's it's also fine. that's bad. That's. He's, for a three-point shooter, that's terrible. He last year was shooting 39% in Philly before he got dealt. Okay. I would say that's... 35 great. significantly less. I would say that number is skewed because Towns was out for so long, and the Wolves are awful. Yeah. Right. They're terrible. Yeah. 
Right. Okay. Moving on. The, sorry, sorry, by the way, people listening, this is this is all from fansided.com. I found the most random website. Yeah. This is not <laughs> this is yeah. not prefabricated. We're just kind of going off the fly here. Right. Okay. Celtics get Kevin Love. Cavaliers get Gordon Hayward. Protected 2020 first rounder. Yeah, I do that. No. Kevin Love for Gordon Hayward, pretty much. But with the first rounder going which way? To the, the cast. Boston's giving a I protected first round. Yeah. I do that. So I, I get Kevin Love 100%. He would be a very big net negative on them defensively. It doesn't matter. He opens up so much more for Kemba and right. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I was thinking Kemba would really benefit from that. Yeah. The pick and pops, pick and rolls. Like, mm. it, I, yeah, Kevin Love can catch. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. Okay, I had another trade idea. This isn't my idea. I heard this, on, I heard this from somewhere else. And you guys might think I'm crazy. What about Drew Holiday straight up for Ben Simmons? Did we talk about this on the last No, one? we talked about Drew Holiday separately. But you're right. like essentially trading the same type of player. Uh, no. No, Drew Holiday no, can you knock down saying. shots. You are. No, Drew Holiday can knock no. down threes. He's a, he can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot... I, okay, okay, okay. I like Drew Holiday way more than Ben Simmons, but if you think about like how they slot into a starting lineup... Role wise, they're very similar. Like I no. replace Drew Holiday's shooting with Ben Simmons's driving in, but that cha- totally changes the way the team operates. It does. It I does. Would, I would it dis- absolutely does. I would disagree because Holiday plays two now. He doesn't play a traditional yeah, one. That's true. Simmons has played ninety four percent of his minutes this year at the one. I think on both teams, I do that deal. That's just my. That's I just think I think Simmons. I think Drew Holiday is a very good player. I think he's underrated for a lot of the times. But I think right now Simmons is playing out of his mind defensively. That gets sure. overlooked by his like offensive. Could like, you imagine a deficiencies? Team, I don't know how that would work on the Pelicans end. Yeah, New Orleans actually. Now that I say that, there'd be some problems. Right. There'd, there'd be, be some, huge problems. Lonzo is a pretty much all their guards can't one. shoot. Right. Well, you've you've upgraded Lonzo. Like well, Lonzo's had some moments hitting threes. Right. But you've either have to move Lonzo to the two, or you play them both like a right three two headed point guard. Or you tell right. Ben to. Play the position he should be playing. What's a four? Which is like a freaking I don't know. He's a Draymond. He I said this off the air. He should learn what it means to play like Draymond Green. He would be a different kind of Draymond. He's not as thick as. But Draymond see, is. Draymond had to learn how to play the way he does because he doesn't have the talents of Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons has a. What is? But this is my point of Ben Simmons. I he he is a bit different than Draymond. I'm not saying size, the same kind of player. Size. But their vision, their passing ability, and their defense. Though Draymond, again, defends more bigs and Simmons would defend smaller players. But the kind of idea that you're working with is a a post player who would learn how to be a distributor, right? Which is similar to Draymond in some ways. I'm not saying it's the same. I think, though, the way Phillips played... But Simmons is a distributor that doesn't need to play in the post. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Like, he doesn't need to play primarily in the post. He's a distributor that just can't create his own shots yeah, or he's shoot. not a Jokic he's not a Jokic Jokic is a distributor so that's a closer co- I feel like that's a yeah exactly yep. Jokic is a distributor who starts at the post so I yeah. think Jokic is a way better Draymond Green like by far well, not, def- not, not, not defensively, defensively. oh Jokic yeah don't even don't even mention he's he's taken huge steps from last yeah. year defensively yeah, you watch it more than anyone else so he has yeah. he, he's improved drastically and I just can't wait for his like doe body transformation right. To take him to the next level. I love Jokic. I'm all in on Jokic. Yeah. I think it's great. Uh, so you have, you have more trade ideas. I, I had a few more too. If, 
Okay, go ahead. Well, I was just say, what's Golden State going to do? Are they just going to stay put? Do you think I Russell think, Russell wait to the end of the year? To trade I think him? you trade Russell to the Timberwolves for um, like if you can try to get Wiggins a Jared Culver or Dude, if you're Golden State, you I think Culver's in touch right now. The way they're playing him, I would want if I'm Golden State and I want to you con- don't want contract, to trade D, I want Culver. Contract wise, you need Wiggins though in there. Well, or D'Lo? Could could you get Covington? Um, no, because Covington's. They, too they they would do it. They I bet you they would do Covington for Russell. I would if I was Minnesota, I would do that. Golden State wouldn't do that. Would why not? I, I was thinking about Golden State. I get his timeline yeah. might be, but his timeline would fit. He would fit him perfectly with Clay with, yeah. and Steph's timeline because what they have two or three. I would say they have three more Straight years. Straight up, it does not work. Really, Covington, Covington salary is eleven mil. Yeah. Delos is twenty seven. So who yeah. do you have to add in then? You without have Wiggins. I don't. If I'm a Golden State fan, I you do have, not want Wiggins. You have to. It's either well Towns, who's obviously untouchable, right? So taking the fact that Town that Wiggins is making more than Towns this year, <laughs> that's insanity. Although nobody's we, gonna take Wiggins's contract. I'm right. telling you, unless you do, nobody a, will take Wiggins. Unless you do a Gor- Gorgie Dang. No. You also have Alan Crabb as a piece, but I don't think Alan Crabb would be interesting on the Warriors off the bat. I don't for think Clay. it works. I don't think it works. But I don't think it, yeah. I don't think it maybe they, I think they're gonna stay put. I think they're. they're kind of I, I I think if they're gonna trade Russell, it'll be with their pick in the offseason. That's tough. Yeah. Okay. Right, did you hear my idea? Sorry, I told this off the air before. I had this crazy idea. If the Pelicans go all in with Zion, and they're like, you know what, Brandon Ingram, how how long? Oh, sorry, we don't know where. If no, the no, Pelicans okay. are all in with Zion, and they're like, you know what, Brandon Ingram, great year, but he's expendable at this point. If you're Golden State, could you send Russell with your first round pick for Ingram? In some crazy scenario, could you do that? And Why? Then, because you think Ingram's gonna be trapped with Zion? Well, I'm just saying the Pelicans. I feel like Zion and Ingram will be a conundrum to it, one another. I th- I could see there being some problems. And I, or even if you're Golden State, I mean they're not gonna do Russell for Lonzo. I also, if I'm Golden State, having Lonzo be a backup for Steph long term would be amazing. If you taught him how to play the similar role to Sean, because he could play just like Sean Livingston. It'd be the same, almost identical. I can't, I can't see it. You just think he'd want to play. I think, I think, I think right now the Pelicans are in such good shape. They I are. Zion and Ingram won't match. I, I think would rather the go center doesn't, okay, it, it, let's say theoretically it doesn't work out. Right. They have Oh, an amazing assets. Derek Favors right now. He's well, playing well, out of his mind. But the injury right. history is so okay. And whatever injury He's history, whatever. Whatever. Aside, Jackson Hayes, young player. He's yeah. Derek Favors gets hurt. Whatever. You have someone to slot in there. You have Neil. Nikhil. Nikhil. He is Walker, not. Who's not getting any time right now? He, but he is not as good as I think people think he is. I like Alexander Walker. Anyway, small piece. I don't care. Their Fine, bench, he's a zero. Their bench is the issue. I would say. Fine, he's a zero. But then look <laughs> at his look at their treasure trove. Okay, any piece they have contract friendly right. players on the team. Right. They have what five first round they have picks? First round picks for decades. How many first round <laughs> picks do they have? And then yeah. how many of like they're in such good position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have they have Drew Holiday like still. Yeah, totally. Their yeah. line and JJ Redick. Like yeah, I actually forget they have Reddick. Reddick's playing very gr- like good he basketball right now. He's a zero on defense right now. Is I don't wild. care though. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if you have Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday there defending. I don't it's care. True. And Ball's a good and obviously Holiday's an all NBA person. 
Anyway, you had traded. I drafted you. Sorry. Clippers get Stephen Adams. No, yeah. I already don't like this. <laughs> I already don't like this because Stephen Adams I got think a bad contract too. Yeah, he's he's on a terrible contract. Yeah, Thunder get Montrez, Harkless, and Magruder. Dude, no, like no, 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 no. <laughs> Who? What website suggested that? Fan signed. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. I would. Never, ever no. do that. But, interestingly enough, I do think there might be rumbles that Montrez Harrell gets traded. Yeah, I should be like, okay, what about this? What about, is there a package, would there be any way in cap, in the cap world, that Chris Paul could play on the clip? Is that, no. I, I read something no, about no, that. No, 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 no. There's no cap scenario There's where that could no work? There's no way, unless Paul way, George or Kawhi get moved. The only way he can go is to Miami, I think. And how does Miami afford... Dude, Miami. Wait, but Chris Paul's not going to get moved. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, we'll move if you're Paul. Chris Paul, are you declining $40 million paycheck? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're, you're like, I mean, uh, I heard, uh, no? I heard a buddy talk about that. He's like, I'm reporting this right now. Chris Paul will opt into his extension. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, breaking <laughs> news. Yeah. Breaking news. Chris Paul will opt yeah, into his $40 yeah, million right. dollar player option. <laughs> are you kidding me? He in Miami. Hey, Chris, will you take a discount to play for a non-contender? Right. Right. What are the trades for him to go to Miami? I'm working on it right because now. Because I'm not kidding. Okay, you. it'll have to be Bam Adebayo to start. No. It, it has to be to start. If they could find a way. Listen. But contract-wise, <laughs> oh it would have God. to be like Jimmy Butler. No, no, oh, no. Oh, Goran Dragic. Okay, but listen. This is my point with Miami. I will, I will promise you and any people listening to the podcast, if Miami can figure out a way to get Chris Paul without giving up Bam, without giving up Butler... Without giving up, <laughs> they listen, listen, without giving up hero, yeah. that team, I will put money on them to come out of the East if they can do that. They can come out of the East right now. Yeah, no, I think they, they can don't, now. They don't I would say Chris that's Paul. how that you think they would be Milwaukee right now. I think they compete with the Milwaukee. I don't think they. Uh, but you have Chris Paul that team without sacrificing Adebayo or Butler. It's or just hero. impossible. I can't. Com- I can't comprehend it because I'm yeah. like the situation just doesn't make sense. I'm trying like every. Possibility. Nate, just don't try. It doesn't and work. He, and he fits in <sighs> to their swagger. That what they have going on right now in Miami. Yes, I would. Agree. Chris I, Paul fits right. I think in. it's like I think it's funny to say, but like I think Chris Paul's like in a perfect situation right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and he I probably think, likes. I think OKC. the OKC swagger is way cooler than the Heat swagger. Dude, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a top twenty player right now, and I think he's insane. I want to play for the Heat, and I can't believe you didn't put him on your list. Who Shea Gilgis? Yeah, he was on my list. Well, he is he top list? ten on your list? Uh, he was twelve or thirteen. Yeah, well, he should be top ten. <laughs> so you put him over John Trey? Yes. Okay. SGA. I like Shea. Gilgis. I put him over John Moran right now. Trey, maybe not, but like Jaw, yes. Right now, you're very high on Jaw, aren't you? I'm just saying, over time, I. See limitations with how Trey Young plays basketball, and I love Trey Young. <laughs> okay, well, over time you can tell me that it's true. We it's gonna come. You can you can say over time trade. all you want, but I'm telling I, you right now, I finally got a trade. When this, sorry, when this can I try to guess what it is? Sure. Okay, Goran Dragic for sure has to be included. He's not Jimmy Butler. Jimmy's included. Yeah. Oh, so, and no, you would fine. have to get who's the big man on that team? Um, Myers. Yes. Leonard. No, it's it's actually Winslow and Butler, straight up for Paul. Would work. <laughs> Why Which, would you do that? You, you, you wouldn't do that. I'm Which sorry. is essentially the Thunder would be like Sam Presti, Hall of Fame, like MVP forever and ever. We love you. Kisses, tiny yeah. hugs, big okay, kisses. No, but could you do? No, no, Dragic? Paul, I tried messing around. You can try it. I'll go on the next trade. You can guys try. stop wasting time on a stupid scenario. That okay, this is one of a guy we talked about. Bucks get Drew Holiday. Pelicans get Bledsoe, Wes Matthews, and Dragon Bender. Why would oh the Pelicans gosh. do that? Shooting. 
I don't even want to like, shooting. I don't even want Dragon Bender in anything. <laughs> well, no, dude, the guy just came. Dude, up he's like the, a fifth overall pick. Yeah, he just came up from the G League. I I don't know if they do it either. Okay, this one's interesting. That uh-huh. involves the the player that we just talked about. Seventy mm-hmm. ers get Chris Paul. Yeah. Thunder get Horford and Zaire Smith. I don't want to hear any scenarios with Chris Paul. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm just reading fan side. Okay, we're almost but done. But also, I don't say... I say no to that. Right. Oh, the last one's just the same Derek Rose trade. Yeah. All good. Well, tons of uh, interesting trades here. Not interesting. Like... Like... <laughs> Sam, dumb, like, awesome. like, waste of time <laughs> trades. They don't make sense. But... We'll, we'll see what happens. Dude, the unexpected can always happen. That's true. I mean... Yeah. That's... No, my If God. Miami... There's got to be someone out there who has a perfect scenario where Miami can get Chris Paul without giving up Butler. Bam. See, the perfect scenario in that scenario would be if it's not Chris Paul. Because his contract's the hardest one to move right now. Him and John Wall have untradeable contracts. I'm convinced. Well, I thought, oh, I thought that... What if they swap... I <laughs> no, dude. I I would take Chris Paul over John Wall for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Without a question. Without without a, a, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, totally. I want to stay away from John Wall. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you made it this far, yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Credit to you if you did. Right. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be back soon. Talk to you soon.